Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And standing by to join us is Max Goldberg, founder of Living Maxwell. And I had him on several years ago. We're going to talk about the Natural Products Expo West and a lot more. Hi. Hi. I hear lots of sirens. <laughs> yeah, that's New York City. It'll, it'll stop. Yes. I, I grew up there. I don't know if I had told you that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where do you live now? I live in California, Orange County. Oh, wonderful. Yes. So I know we have a little less than 20 minutes, and I want to talk about, let's back up. How did you get into the natural products arena? I've been eating close to 100% organic since 2001, and um, I just started writing about it at the end of 2009, beginning of 2010. It was just simply I started writing about it. I started going to all the trade shows, just started showing up. I got very active in social media. Um, I run the York, and I got a bunch of good press from the New York Times and other uh, organizations, Shape Magazine, um, and uh, just kind of grew. And I run the Organic Food Industry Group on LinkedIn. We have uh, more than thirteen thousand members now, um, and uh, just kind of grew. I just said, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to make myself known, and that's it. Isn't it amazing how I'm a vegetarian? I'm gluten free, but I. I had a fondness, a love affair, as I call it, with junk food years ago. Isn't it amazing how when you make these changes, how great you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, food, food, food is medicine. E- mm-hmm. Either it can be a really toxic uh, medicine or it can be one that can change your life right. for the better. So um, there's incredible awareness going on now. Uh, we still haven't reached most of the population, but a lot of the population is starting to see the light, and people are realizing this, is that what you put into your body really matters, even if even if the government allows it. It doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the awareness is taking place, and the good thing is, is that the food companies are starting to see it. Now, let's talk about that, because it was huge news that General Mills is going to label GMOs. Yes. And um, they came out last week, um, on, I think it was on Friday, that General Mills is going to label GMOs. So this is very significant. They, they're doing it ahead of um, Vermont's GMO labeling bill, which goes into effect on July 1st of, um, of this year. Okay. And they said they're not passing uh, along the cost to consumers. And one of the big arguments that the Grocery Manufacturers Association has said is that, oh, this is going to cost so much money and it's not going to make it affordable. So the General Mills basically said, yeah, we're changing the labels, we're not passing on the cost, which refutes everything that the Grocery Manufacturers Association has said. And for those who are unaware, the Grocery Manufacturers Association is a is the lobbying group in Washington, D.C. that represents big food and all the chemical companies. Right. The chemical companies own the seed companies. So when you think the chemical companies have nothing to do with the food companies, you know, people are are just not informed right. because it's the chemical companies that own the seed companies. When they sell the farmers the seeds, they're also selling them the chemicals, and it's sort of like the razor and the razor blade. Right, right. Uh, let me interject this. Let me ask you this. For people that think, you know, I don't know if I want to eat organic. I mean, uh, my daughter has asthma. She gets triggered by things. I have her eat organic. I eat organic. What, why, why should people eat organic? Well, we know that organic, from a nutritional standpoint, it has higher level of uh, antioxidants. It has higher level of uh, omega threes and things such as milk. So, nutritionally, we are uh, we know that it's, it's superior. And it's you know, nutrition comes down to soil quality. 
So, right. you know, it's the, the, the toxic chemicals that ravage the soil um, result in inferior soil quality. So, you know, nutrition starts with soil. So not only are you going to get better nutrition for, for you and you're going to avoid these toxic chemicals and the GMOs, but, you know, the other reason, and, and this is really why I eat um, organic, mm-hmm. or this is how I come to it, aside from the personal reasons, I don't want my money going to these big chemical companies. Sure. When you go out to a, a conventional restaurant, when you go eat fast food, when you go to a restaurant that's not organic, you are, in effect, supporting these big companies. And I refused right. for my money to go to these companies. I agree. And... Um, also, you know, we, you know, I'm not a farmer. I don't, uh, I'm not picking vegetables for my livelihood. And, but these farmers who are, uh, have to do this, you know, and, and have to be, you know, ex- get tremendous exposure to these toxic chemicals, these people get sick. Right. So, you know, the argument for organic goes way beyond, um, I think, personal nutrition. I yes. think there's a much bigger, uh, there's an environmental issue here, and there's a social issue here, and people need to say, do I want my money going to the big chemical companies? Yes. I mean, that's really, the, the, in, in my view, the, the, how people need to be changing their perspective in terms of why should I eat organic. I agree. And it is also really easy to also grow your own organic. We grow kale and tomatoes and things like that, so it's a whole way of how you look at things. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, I know there's a big shift to people starting to grow their own vegetables. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I said before, it's ultimately people, um, you know, what we put into our bodies is just so important. It just cannot be minimized, yes. uh, the importance. So it's, it's, it's really understanding where your food comes from and making sure that it's the best you know, the highest quality food available. Yes. It was interesting. Uh, I want to touch on the um, some of the food trends, but I just want to say last year when I went to the expo, I listened to Dr. Perlmutter uh, talk about a boy with autism and how it was an ad he was analyzing, and he was saying, you know, Johnny's disruptive, and he then he left his backpack on the bus and this and that, and now his parents medicate him for ADHD. <laughs> and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what did Johnny eat for breakfast? You know, sugar pops mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, stuff with dyes? <laughs> well, yeah, and a lot of doctors just don't even bother asking those questions. I think, right. you know, a lot, some of the doctors who are, you know, you know functional med- medicine doctors and integrative, uh, you know, practitioners, they're asking those questions, but I don't think the bulk of, uh, the, uh, you know, American no. uh, know. medical doctors are asking those questions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but slowly it's starting to change. Yeah, it really needs to. I mean, unless you just want to keep throwing medicine at yourself and your children and everybody else. So I, right. I want to touch on, uh, I know we have about 10 more minutes. Um, could you talk about some of the trends at this year's Natural Products Expo? Well, it's interesting that um, I've read a bunch of, you know, sort of what people have said about what went on and the big trends. And to me, the fact that not every single person is mentioning probiotics. I find bewildering. I know. You, yet at the show, uh, it seemed like every single product had contained probiotics. Granola, by the way. I saw it in uh, a product. Some granola had it in it. Everything. Everything. And, and there's one company with these added probiotics that is supplying this one strain in every product, and I don't think it's a good thing. 
I don't think. Having an abundance of one probiotic. First of all, the, the the whole field of probiotics and microbiome is so early. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert in this, but we know mm-hmm. it is so so early, and there's so much we don't know. Right. Uh, but from people I've spoken to, you know, getting any an abundance of any one specific strain is not necessarily a good thing. Yes. So uh, probiotics, you, you definitely saw a ton of probiotics out there. A ton, every single food is now adding probiotics out there, um, and it's all one specific company. Number two is I saw some interesting uh, alternative milks. Now, it wasn't just almond milks. It was Hemp. pecan milks, yeah. and it was pistachio milk. So uh, I saw uh, a move into more... Um, Unusual, um, nut milks. Yes. So that was another trend I saw. Um, you're seeing, um, just the, the whole vegan space is continuing to, um, really just explode. And, you know, particularly, you know, you, you're seeing a lot with these vegan cheeses. Right. So that, that is definitely, uh, another big trend. So those to me, and, and, and I think just an overall trend is, you're seeing foods that have a lot more medicinal qualities to them. Sure. You're seeing a lot less junk health food. You know, I think right. maybe that's, you know, um, kind of an, uh, oxymoron. An, 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 an oxymoron. Right. But, you, you know, you're just seeing companies place a much greater emphasis on let's get ingredients that have real medicinal qualities because this is the way the world is going and this is... Uh, this is what consumers want. Sure, sure. Well, there's some key words that consumers gravitate to. Like you said, the probiotic, they don't stop to examine what type, how much. They just see that word and they go, oh, that's good for me. Or kale, like someone was handing out kale bars, and I thought I was going to open the package and see something green that looked like a granola bar. Mm. So, you know. What just, color was it? It, it was colored, covered with uh, nuts and didn't even look like kale. Mm, yes, they probably just had a very little bit you know. of kale in there. Right. Well, you know, it's it, the, the the fact that they're putting kale in there um, is definitely you know it, it's it's better to have it in there than than not. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, again, this is it's still the food industry, and and you know, marketing is is a big big deal. So even yes. if it's organic, you really need to be careful about how you're being marketed. I also want to add that one thing I noticed, I was looking at different bars and I look at the ingredients. I wish they would cut down on the sugar because even though the ingredients are so healthy, the sugar is so awful for your immune system. Well, I think there is a movement. Uh, I think there's a movement towards reducing sugar. And I know when I do my periscopes or my, um, you know, um, uh, periscopes or I do a Facebook Live, mm-hmm. people are constantly commenting about sugar. Yeah. So I think, I think, and I know in the juice world, I've had discussions with the leading juice companies, and they are making a real effort to reduce sugar. That's good. So I think there's a great awareness among the companies because I think consumers are becoming more aware about sugar uh, content. So... I, I really think I really think sugar's coming down. I hope so. I hope so because sometimes yeah. I see these bars and they're just really high in sugar. I love the clip you did uh, with Food Babe, Vani, uh-huh. and uh, how you were sampling some cereal, and she said, "No, this is my dessert." 
<laughs> the chocolate. Well, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't think it was that that high in sugar, no, no, and no. She, she disagreed. It was six grams of sugar per right. per per, per uh, serving. Yes. Um, it had bean flour in there, so she and I uh, just uh, disagreed on that one. It must be tough to come to an agreement about your top five organic products. It's very hard, um, especially with, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there was a few thousand vendors there. So oh, yes. I, I, I definitely saw a lot. I can't tell you I saw 100% of everything because I, you know, during the show, it's not like um, I can just go start from 10 o'clock in the morning no. and just go to every single booth because, you know, for people who don't know, there there are meetings and there are seminars. So, yes. you know, I definitely see as much as I can, and I'm really racing around to as many booths as I can. But it is really hard to, to narrow it down because there are so there are so many good ones, and there are plenty that I um, could have put on the list but uh, didn't. Um, yes. I thought these um, they're you know uh, there's just a lot of really cool things coming out. Do you go to the East East Coast one as well? I go to the East Coast one, and I also go to a fancy food show in New York City, and I will probably go to a fancy food show in San Francisco in Jan- next January as well. So those are the three. Uh, I go to Expo East, Expo West, and fancy food show. So those are the three. Uh, I also go to the Seed Festival in Miami, which is a, the biggest um, plant-based food and wine festival in the country, and mm. they also do... Uh, a, you could say it's a trade show. It, it, it consumers go. It's not just for the trade, mm-hmm. but all the, um, uh, the companies have booths, and you can go sample stuff. So I go to that uh, as, as well in Miami. Yes, you know it's interesting. Uh, I took uh, my daughters, and we came up with this: uh, the three P's for the vendors' booths. Uh, presentation, because that's the first thing you see, and I noticed you have pictures of different booths and how impressive mm-hmm. they were. So presentation, the product, what does it look like, the packaging, what does it taste like, and the people, because either they're friendly, they're not, they're informative, or they're not, they're you know willing to talk to you. And it's very interesting when you stop and you think about that. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And when you're going to a trade show, and I'm not sure, working a trade show booth, I mean, we're not talking like digging bitches, but you're on your feet for three days straight, and you're answering the same question yes. over and over and over again. It, yes. it, 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 it can be very tiring. Yet, you know, if, a, if someone working the booth is a little rude, is a little not interested, uh, you know, you can get pretty turned off quickly. Right. So, yeah, these things, and then you also need to take into account that, okay, that this person may be very tired, it's nothing personal. Sure. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is all part of... Um, Being the biz. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the branding, the packaging, the presentation, it's all, it's all part of it because, you know, um, that, that's part of, uh, part of the sell. Yes, yes. And it's um, the sampling is interesting too because I notice I think people have cut down on the amount of samples or the type of samples over the years because it's all very costly. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if people have cut down on the samples. I think people, the people who walk the shows, cut down on the amount that they consume. So yeah, uh, because you just you you really you'll get sick if 
you sample everything. <laughs> you will. You, you really have to pace yourself in terms of what you're going to sample. Yes. People think that, uh, you know, maybe some people haven't been to the shows think, oh, my God, this would be amazing. I get to try all these foods. But you, you really need to be careful in terms of how much you do sample. You do. You do. Now, I know we only have a few more minutes, but... What steps could people take if they want to change their whole focus on eating and be more healthy? Well, you know, my whole thing is organic. So if, if people are new to organic and they want to start eating organic, the, 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 and I eat close to 100% organic, and to get people to, to switch to 100% organic day one, it's not realistic. They either don't have access to it or they, don't, they can't afford it or whatever may be the reason, or they don't even know how to begin. So what I tell people is start with breakfast. Right. If you can eat an organic breakfast, that's a third of the meal. That, that's a third of your meals of the day. So you're at 33%. So if you can, uh, you know, organic cereal, organic oatmeal, organic, you know, do a chia seed pudding uh, breakfast, if you, could, if you eat eggs, um, you know, fruit, if you say, okay, I'm going to eat an organic breakfast every single day, that and, and, and just make that your one goal, mm -hmm. that's a very significant step. Because when you start getting committed to eating an organic breakfast, all of a sudden, and you, and you learn why you should be eating organic and what's it going to do for you, then all of a sudden you're going to start asking yourself, okay, I really love eating an organic breakfast. Why am I not eating an organic lunch? Exactly. Yes. So that's what I tell people is just to start small, start with breakfast. And it could be as simple as just have an organic apple. Mm -hmm. Even if maybe your whole breakfast isn't organic on day one, but maybe you start with an organic orange or organic apple, piece of fruit, or bana organic banana, something just, you know, dip your toes in, do research online, visit, you know, livingmaxwell.com. I've got tons of information on there. Okay. Speak to speak to people at your organic market and ask them questions and just get curious about what the food what, about the food that you're putting into your bodies and one other thing on your website you have an upcoming memoir yes I um, it, it should be out hopefully in the next few months okay. um, the, the tentative title right now it may change it is finding Maxwell reclaiming my life after a decade of antidepressants and other escape mechanisms I was on Prozac for almost 11 years, and I oh went gosh. off in the summer of 2001. It took me three and a half years to recover. I was suicidal. It's, it talks about the before, during, and after the antidepressants, drinking, drugs, mm. um, all that stuff, and sort of how I got to where I am today with you know my work in the organic food industry. Well, I know we have to wrap up, but maybe when the book comes out, you could come back in on the show and talk about it. Oh, I'd love to. Well, thank you. Thank you for that invitation. I'd love to come back and talk about it. That'd be great. All right. Thank you so much, and have a great day, and I'll be in touch, Max. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Okay, bye-bye. That was Max Goldberg, the founder of Living Maxwell, joining us to talk about uh, the latest Natural Products Expo West and more. If you missed any part of the show, we'll be up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, and there are links up on uh, the blog as well. He was actually named uh, by the New York Times an organic sensation and one of the nation's leading organic food experts by Shape Magazine. And again, he's the founder of Living Maxwell. So that's a wrap for me. I'm Janine. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. Have a great one, and I'll be back next week. <laughs>